Welcome to Take Back Your Health. Your hosts are Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton, who will explain the shocking truths about health care, prescription drugs, food and supplement industries. They will help guide you to take back your power and feel great again. Now, here's Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton. Welcome, everybody. This is Dr. Sunil Pai. Uh, I take back your health with my co-host, Maureen Sutton. Hi, welcome. And we're on Facebook Live today, so hopefully everybody can share this video. Um, last week on our show, we had a really important topic, which is what is inflammation? So if you missed that, please go back and listen to the archives. Um, but today, we have a very special guest uh, who uh, needs a little bit of introduction, but after you know him, you will need to know more. Uh, Theo Hansen is a filmmaker, he's a researcher, he's an educator and communicator. And we've met him uh, in 2014. And he's got a great story, but today we're going to focus on how using a plant-based diet, or more importantly, an anti-inflammatory diet, as I'll call it, an anti-inflammatory diet can help prevent, reverse, and treat almost every single disease. Yet, last week we talked about what inflammation is. Today we'll talk about how and what we should be eating. So, uh, welcome to the show, Theo. Hey, glad to be on. I feel like a long-time listener, first-time caller. (laughs) (laughs) Always wanted to say that. Yes, great. So tell us a little bit about your story, how we met, and uh, how, the, how eating an anti-inflammatory diet has not only changed your life, but really changed your wife's life, and more importantly. Yeah, thank you. So, like, uh, let's see, 2014, uh, I was near morbidly obese. I was 267 pounds. I'd already managed to have a heart attack in my 30s, and then uh, we found out that my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. And uh, so sort of fast forward, in 2015, she's cancer-free. At the time, I lost about 85 pounds, would go on to lose 110 and keep it off. But I got to connect with you, Dr. Pai, in San Diego. There was a a cancer summit, and uh, there were a lot of great speakers. Sometimes it was hard to connect or understand what some of the content was, but there was this workshop, and and it was about the role of food being medicine, and it was a smaller room, and uh, we immediately had a huge problem because they were too many people. And so we ended up taking over, if you remember, three workshops. I remember and taking three rooms, yes. Three rooms, and continuous, and it was standing room only, and you were the speaker. And so I came up to you, well, I'm just completely blown away. I never even heard the term integrative medicine, and you were speaking from a place as a clinician, as a, as a practicing doctor, that, where, you, where the role of uh, food is medicine and is used in your practice. And I, I, I literally thought my head was going to explode, my hair was going to catch on fire out of enthusiasm. <laughs> and so that was uh, April of... Uh, was April, I think the very last day of March or April 2015. And since then, I think I'm a bit of a stalker and you can't shake me. <laughs> Great. So tell us a little bit of a story. I remember when I met you, you showed me some photographs and you're saying, hey, I had a heart attack and I really didn't believe you because I'm like, how can this guy look so healthy and have yeah. a heart attack? Tell us a little bit about your progression in changing your diet to the anti-inflammatory diet. Yeah, I wish I could say it was because I had like a personal wake up call and decided to take responsibility for my own health. It really, it really was about my wife's diagnosis. And it started on June 25th of 2014. We had um, an intervention from a friend who had said, please, before you start any treatments, come see me. And I knew him as an acquaintance, but I really didn't have a lot of background 
on uh, what this meeting was going to be about, other than I knew that there was a food and juice um, portion of the conversation. And we didn't really have a lot of awareness around that space, but we did understand that many diseases are an issue of nutrient deficiency. I mean, I had that kind of awareness, but not much. I mean, I was very much a typical American uh, consumer eating that amazing, sad diet. Uh, and uh, so June 25th, he showed us what he had done for esophageal cancer. And Kim and I left that meeting thinking, you know, I don't really know that we would want to use this as a cancer treatment, but it sure makes sense for your immune system and to get you ready for chemotherapy, radiation, and potential radical surgeries. And lo and behold, you know, Dr. Pai and Maureen, 30 days later, as you know, Kim's tumor was 50% smaller on MRI, and this would continue every 30 days. And so I had originally adopted it with her uh, to support her. And, and I kind of selfishly thought, I probably would lose a little bit of weight, which I really needed to do because I had gotten quite large and I was very unhealthy. And, uh, and so that was really how the, the on-ramp was, and that's where it sort of started. But it was, in its, in its fact, an anti-inflammatory diet. That's the very core of what was given to us on June 25th of 2014. And I think the key to, to the listeners here is that anytime you have a spouse or a friend or family member, the benefit of uh, going to an anti-inflammatory diet is, is to help every person. Right. So, yes, it was helpful. You had the, the motivation because your wife's uh, diagnosis of cancer. But more importantly, I mean, look how much weight you lost. Look at all your parameters and how healthy you are right now. So it's never short of uh, miraculous of what the body can do. The body has the ability to heal itself and through the right nutrition, and the right foods, which we'll talk about today in specifics of, of eating an anti-inflammatory diet. It has, everybody should be doing it. There's no reason to not. You want to be sharing this with your entire family. Right. And you don't always have to have a specific reason. Uh, You don't have to have the top 15 diseases in America to eat healthy. Uh, The idea is that if you're in any of these top 15, which most people have, or will attend to get in the United States, then this is something that is for everybody to listen to today. Yeah. When I first met you, Theo, and your wife, uh, Kim, I think it was like 2016, you both look so healthy. I had no idea that you had been through such a journey. So it was really, really exciting for me to listen to and to understand that, you know, food is your medicine. And, and if you can, if you can, Theo, you know, one of the things that we've been working on together, and I think through a lot of pro, uh, practitioners and a lot of experience, is understanding, you know, moving people towards programs and lo- looking at how, again, can we change the terrain of the individual uh, to, to become healthier? How do we keep the gut microbiome strong? How do we keep the inflammation down? How do we keep the immune system up? And one of the things that you've discovered or you've come up with, uh, more scientifically based, is the VITA protocol. Yeah, thank you. I, I will say that's yeah, really important is I think that for people to understand where I'm operating from, and I think that we have a lot of shared value, is that none of us uh, on this uh, radio station, right on the radio um, session, are anti-anything. We're all pro-patient outcome. Uh, and with that open mind, we're also looking at evidence-based. So we've got to kind of separate between sort of those things that are ancient. And sometimes we say, well, we've done them that way for a thousand years. They must be good. Or they're super popular at alternative cancer clinics. They must be good. And so we have to kind of go back to evidence-based. And so, as you know, uh, the journey uh, for us with cancer would start out with oncology not being receptive to the message, which was strange. Tumor regression on MRI, and uh, and yet somehow they don't want to talk about what we're doing, and they're telling us to stop it. I just want to start having conversations. 
So pretty quickly, uh, it, I got a little bit vocal about it in my research and then uh, decided I would never go back to work again until I could find the answer. And the answer would end up being uh, complicated, right? I mean, this, this is, there's a lot of uh, bad science, for lack of a better term, I think. A lot, a lot of bad science and fancy marketing, it's outside. A it lot just keeps rolling on yeah. every day. You know, I, I think the challenge for most people with a diet is that if you turn on any social media right now, which they're watching this on, hopefully, is that you, or listening to it, is that you'll see every day a diet phase, a diet plan, a diet book. Um, and most of these things, which we'll hopefully cover today, uh, some of them in detail, some of them in su- uh, summary. But it's really about looking at what is evidence-based. You know, we're evidence-based. We want to look at what are the gold standards that have been published, that have been peer-reviewed, and actually been proven. Not something that's been, you know, marketed on, on, on social media or so-called uh, health gurus on the internet or just blog sites funded by industry that have different corporate interests uh, uh, in keeping you where you're at rather than actually you improving your true health. Yeah, and I think this, I think the industry is also struggling with anecdotal evidence, right? So if something works for me, it must work for all people. Um, if I can lose weight uh, taking a supplement, then then everybody should be taking that supplement to lose weight because losing weight is intelligent because it reduces our, our risk of diseases. But that's not that's not accurate. It doesn't really actually work that way. We do have gold standards, and then we have silver standards, and then we have not silver standards. Uh, so, you know, in that journey, back to the Vita Protocol, one of the things that Kim, Kim and I have always been committed to do was that uh, the gentleman who shared the data with us was a PhD who'd used it for himself, and then we continued to build on that. But it was open source. He gave it to us, and so we just continued to give it freely. And so you can find that at the VitaProtocol.com, which is V-I-D-A, VitaProtocol. And it's all free. And everything that we learn, and as you know, um, you're one of my sort great sources of learning. I'm constantly harassing you uh, by email for, uh, for questions that I have as we continue to test uh, theories and ideas to come to better positions. I don't really have any conclusions, you guys. I'll, I'll just be honest. I'm never closed-minded, and I'm always looking for more. But um, without being sounding too anti, I think the greatest example, Dr. Pai, that I have yes. is that, that the diet, um, the uh, eat right for your blood type. Like, right, that's a, that's a really popular diet, but yet it's been studied in universities, never reproduced. The gentleman sells over 8 million copies of his book, feigns two studies and never does. And then I have to listen to people tell me how people need individualized diets um, that are dramatically different from each other, completely ignoring all the data and science. So, sure. And, and, so and, I hate to interrupt you, <laughs> but it's time for us to speak about our most generous sponsor. Yes. Yeah, so w- when we talk about you know uh, the Vita protocol and getting all the nutrients into the body, right? We're looking at stimulating your immune system functioning. And one of the things that we know that we can get from foods is things called beta glucans. It's found in yeast. It's found in oats, barley, and mushrooms. But there is a a, a beautiful beta-glucan that we like to use in our practice that we use with our patients that actually has clinical data and improves four main parameters in the study comparative to all 40 other beta-glucans in the market. So go to purebetaglucan.com and it's called Glucan 300. And if you mention uh, PAI, PI, promo code PI at checkout, you'll get a discount at checkout. So again, um, purebetaglucan.com and that's for Glucan 300, our favorite uh, natural supplement that will help improve your natural immune system functioning. Now, going back to the Vita protocol and going back to evidence space, yes, the uh, book, uh, the blood type dye, did sell a lot. Even Atkins, remember from the 90s, you know, that Atkins Corporation sold about $1.3 billion worth of product. Okay, but we now look back 25 years, 30 years later, and actually heart disease is worse than it's ever been. Uh, every, every 20 minutes, or sorry, every 20 seconds. 
uh, someone is having a heart attack in the United States, three jumbo jets uh, every day, and someone's uh, people are dying in the United States. So these fad diets of e eating more paleo keto are not really helping us. 100% agree. And particularly when it comes to cancer, it's very important to look at the diet. So whether you're being treated for cancer or you're on the mend from cancer, I really believe that uh, the key to coming back to good health after disease is eating an anti-inflammatory plant-based diet. Yes, and that's key. And so when we talk about the anti-inflammatory diet, we're going to get into the specifics after this uh, break from our sponsors. Is we're going to talk about what is protein, right? Where do you get your protein? What about antioxidants? What about phytonutrients? What about fire, fiber? And we'll also talk about key things like FMD and other aspects of fads. Again, the plant paradox, ketogenesis, um, and also the risk of cancer growth with those things. We'll be back after these messages from our sponsors. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you want to know the secret to taking back your health? It starts with a healthy immune system. The immune system is your first line of defense against germs, bugs, and bacteria. Luckily, there is now a safe and easy way to boost your immune system. It's called Glucan 300. Glucan 300 is a highly purified supplement that's been clinically proven to double your immune response. Dozens of published studies prove that Glucan 300 is the best immune system supplement in the world. Go to purebetaglucan.com today to learn more. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution. Supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast acting, long lasting, safe and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P A I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B O S M E R I C.com. Uncover the unspoken truths about the healthcare, pharmaceutical, food, and dietary supplement industries. Discover evidence-based solutions through integrative medicine in an inflammation nation by Dr. Sunil Pai. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. 
That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. Welcome back to Take Back Your Health radio show. We're speaking with Theo Hansen about the anti-inflammatory diet. So let's start off, Theo, today with uh, the number one question that we get asked every day and that you see on social media is, well, where do you get your protein? And what is protein? And let's, let's talk about some of the, the protein myths as well. So go ahead and uh, let the listeners know, uh, in a nutshell, what is protein? Yeah, a lot. I think first I'll, I'll drop in uh, with, with the tried and true responses. Where do the strongest animals on the planet get their protein? The strongest animals. And it's never from eating another animal. It's always from eating plants. So we so know eight, that it, it's, it's available. So 800-pound so gorilla eats what? A steak three times a day. Oh, no, wait, it doesn't. An <laughs> it elephant. Doesn't. Yeah. Elephants don't eat elephants. Yeah. A giraffe, a horse, a cow, Cows. a rhinoceros, a, you know, yeah. all animals that have large digestive tracts, which humans, we do have 35 tract, which were included, all eat more what we consider a plant diet, believe it or not. And so, but we want to talk a little bit about the plant protein myths because a lot of people think that, oh, you, you know, plant proteins are incomplete, they're imbalanced, you're not getting your full amino acids, but we now know that, you know, that's incorrect, that's been proven to be false. All plants have all amino acids. In fact, the only food that you cannot eat or survive on that is lacking in the full amino acid profile is gelatin. And it's interesting that what we get from the hospital when you get out of surgery or you're sick is the first thing they give you is a tray of jello, which is very ironic in my opinion. So uh, also we think of like gelatin broths and, and gelatin proteins and collagen broths. Again, the, the only things that you cannot actually have the full amino acids. Um, some people will say that it's difficult to digest and that we also need to you know, combine foods, but now we also know that we don't need to do that. So explain to the, the, get the listeners here about protein and also, you know, how is the protein anti-inflammatory or pro-inflammatory? Yeah, it's a, thank you. So protein is a macronutrient, right? So we've got uh, carbohydrates, uh, protein, and fats. And then within fats, we, we break those down. But in protein, we look at it as a macronutrient. It's essential for building muscle mass. And um, I think, you know, for us, again, we, we, we find there's a fixation. We think that we have to be protein dominant and the gold standards in diet show the kind of the exact opposite that a lower protein diet helps to downregulate certain gene expressions that tend to get stuck for some people that are cancer causing and others. But as a, as a, as a, as a nutrient, it's, it's most essential in, in uh, muscle building, but, but it's not solely and exclusively. I mean, we, we find some of our strongest uh, weightlifting individuals uh, don't uh, eat a protein dominant diet. They eat a carbohydrate dominant diet. A lot of athletes are turning to, plant-based diet now, right? Yeah, and I think the, the, the aspect, you know, they're not interested, uh, you know, I think most, most athletes are not looking at cardiovascular health, diabetic health, anti-cancer benefits. They're looking at, I want to compete better. I want to recover faster being on an anti-inflammatory diet. And therefore, if I eat an anti-inflammatory diet, I can recover faster, train faster, and then I'm a better athlete. So for more of a competitive aspect, you know, most Olympic athletes now, I just read an article about the Formula One racer that one, uh, I guess the Formula One race car, that person's all now eating an anti-inflammatory plant-based diet. And so, you know, plant proteins are, you know, we know that they lower inflammation because they're predominantly omega-3s uh, and not omega-6s. Um, they don't contain any cholesterol, right? So when we look at heart disease being the number one killer in the United States, again, uh, plant proteins do not have cholesterol. So those people who are taking statin drugs, the problem is that we're eating too much cholesterol, it's high in antioxidants and high in phytonutrients and high in fiber, and we'll talk about that today. But uh, why don't you explain us further about the benefits of the anti-inflammatory diet? 
Yeah. So again, back to the source and where you where you're you're getting your protein from. You know what comes along with it. And so when we look back to uh, in the, sort of the plant kingdom as a primary source of protein, then it doesn't come along with any of the things that become. Uh, inflammation causing, right? In fact, there are going to be anti-inflammatory compounds, phytocompounds that are naturally found in plant-based proteins versus in animal-based proteins. And this isn't really like a, I'm not trying to set one up to fail or anything else. We're just having an honest conversation that if we're going to get 10 to 35% of our calories from protein, if we rely upon animal, we run into some challenges really quick because they tend to be higher calorie because there's a lot of fat associated. Uh, we don't need dietary cholesterol and we definitely don't need omega-6s. I think that we look at the history of humanity and many of our foods, we had a one-to-one ratio between omega-3 and omega-6. But now you look at the standard American diet or any industrialized country, by the way, now, and you're really seeing, you know, oftentimes the six-to-one or more where you're eating six times as much omega-6s than you are omega-3s. And then what about trans fatty acids, Dr. Pai? On trans fatty acids, how many of those are in the plant-based proteins? None. 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 How many of them are in animal-based <laughs> proteins? That's the source, right? Cook it up, and then yeah. you got your trans fatty acids. Yeah. And, and what, what people don't realize is that when we talk about, you know, I, I think there's an argument that people say, well, I'm eating cleaner food or I'm going back. You know, in my book, An Inflammation Nation, I actually show the data where when we look at, say, a grass-fed egg or a grass-fed beef, it's still a three-to-one ratio for eggs and a four-to-one ratio of omega-6 to 3. So it's still pro-inflammatory foods. But now since 97% of all food in the United States is factory farmed, yeah. right? So that now the standard egg that someone just goes to the big box store or the, you know, the breakfast place down the street, you know, that's a 20-to-1 ratio, 20 omega-6s to 1 omega-3. <laughs> And then the beef is now a 24 to 1 ratio. So as I mentioned to all my patients, you know, you, you're no longer you are what you eat. You are what you eat is eating. And that's what's changed. We've become an inflammation nation by the, the way the food production is. So, so still eating what cleaner. It's eating and how, how it's raised. How it's raised. What conditions the, the, it's you know, raised. And a lot in. of people think that just eating clean is, is the way out. No, eating clean is good at getting less chemicals and organic, you know, uh, it's better than non-organic, less GMOs, less, less pesticides, herbicides, and hormones. But it's still not the full answer because you're still on a pro-inflammatory diet. Absolutely. And especially in a processed food system like we have, look at all of the food additives, the food preservatives, the anticoagulators, the dryers, all those different uh, food additives, many of which are illegal in most other countries. And look at how those are inflammatory. They, they, they create an inflammation inflammation response so it's not just protein too right it's like we have to look at everything that we're eating and where is it coming from and that's when we start having the conversation about a whole foods plant-based diet and then we start looking at the groups of people like the adventist study adventist 2 study uh, dr hans deal and his work as the epidemiologist on that and you look at the works of uh esselstyn ornish Furman, and others and you just keep seeing the same thing over and over again there's a there's a diet that's the gold standard of preventative and there's a diet that's the gold standard of disease reversal and uh I don't know if you're familiar with the, the recent work at Kaiser Permanente, which is 25. Let's see, they have eight million. They have eight million patients and 25,000 practitioners, and they've they've now begun to do their own internal studies over cost savings uh, for patients to promote to patients um, changing their source of protein and looking at a whole foods plant based diet that is modest in protein. For some reason, we have this protein fixation. I would love all of my friends who think that, that I'm not getting enough protein to explain to me how I went being from fat and sick to being able to compete in a Spartan event and be able to, to outperform people. I'm 48. I'll be 49 this year. And I literally feel the best I've felt since my early 20s. 
I can run, jump, do all those great things. And by the way, if anybody's out there and you're thinking about your romantic life, I will say this, a, a, a lower protein, whole foods, plant-based diet and sexual athleticism go hand in hand. No, absolutely. Because actually, I think there's going to be a documentary coming soon on that, is that when we look at erectile dysfunction, it's just the the relationship of coronary plaque in the vessels, right? In the the tinier vessels in the more important places for us men. And so how we reverse that is actually by when we improve our cardiovascular disease, we improve erectile dysfunction. So one thing, if you're not an athlete, but everybody wants to improve their vigor and stamina and sexual drive, I think uh, eating an anti-inflammatory diet is key. Now, can you explain a little bit about antioxidants and phytonutrients because a lot of people miss those aspects as well. Yeah, which is, first of all, I have to say, it always feels strange to have an expert ask me something along those lines. Um, and I feel super humbled. Uh, as you know, in 2015, uh, I took the, the reins as the chief operations officer for a medical meal startup. And so we had an all-star medical advisory uh, board. And I also managed to do about 100 hours of continuing medical education accredited programs, learning about really sort of understanding that. And I, I think the, the way that I would answer that is that we're, we're, we're We've had an awareness, but I think in, in, the, in the, the medical community, we're just now beginning to gain a consensus around that awareness that there are phytocompounds or factors and cofactors. And when we eat food in its whole form, right, then we're going we're to get all these nutrients that have a relationship to each other that also affect absorbability. But many of these are anti-angiogenic. And they're antioxidants, right? So when we eat these things, they bring all that down. They change our aging. We can actually extend our life by the foods that we eat. And they can also slow down tumor genesis. And if you can, if you can explain what anti-antiogenic is to the patient. Oh, yes. For those who may not know these these scientific terms that you're... Yeah. Sorry about that. I always forget because I live in a world in 24-7 where we talk about the role of food and and lifestyle in the management reversal of cancer. So there is the Center for Angiogenesis, Dr. William Lee. Um, This is a a center that is um, very open and it's looking at pharmaceutical impacts um, uh, for angiogenesis inhibition. But uh, Dr. William Lee also recognizes the role of foods. So like in the Vita protocol, for example, there are six food compounds that have an anti-angiogenic benefit. And what angiogenesis is, is it works hand in hand with inflammation. But anytime you have trauma or you have trauma-like, so let's just say you had a wound, uh, then what happens is the body recognizes there's a trauma, sends out vascular growth or small blood vessel support to it. And it also sends out human growth hormone. One of the reasons why we want to get a little nervous about uh, some of the things that we do in conventional cancer treatments is that we can actually incite this. And so we want to try to turn down inflammation and we want to turn off angiogenesis because the body is just overwhelmed and in a state of total chaos, right? Inflammation nation. If, If somebody hasn't bought that book or doesn't have it in their library, they need to add it right now. You wrote it. It wasn't available in 2014 when I needed it. So and now you were in 2015, and it really changed my life. So I just wanted to call it when people want to know. Thank you. I appreciate that. And speaking about phytonutrients. Speaking about phytonutrients, you know, one of the things that we like to look at from plants aspect is, remember, everything comes from plants, phytonutrients, antioxidants. And uh, there's a special, unique type of a nutrient that comes from uh, mineral pitch, and it's called shilajit, and we like it. It's more specifically called pure black, and uh, we recommend that people to use this every day. It's something that improves your cell response. 
and if you go to pureblack.com, P-U-R-B-L-A-C-K.com, you can learn more about how this important compound called Shilajit, uh, the original Shilajit, I consider it, um, can help improve stamina, energy, um, and it's the best source out there. We use this every day with our patients. We strongly recommend it. And again, if you go use promo code PI, P-A-I, at checkout, you can get a discount. And Pure Black Shilajit will assist all of the other supplements and all of the food that you take in um, to make it more potent. Yeah. So again, how we improve the whole microbiome, how do we, you know, improving, you know, uh, aspects of using this Vita protocol, again, vitaprotocol.com. Uh, but there are certain things that we can use now that have been used in Ayurvedic medicine for thousands of years uh, and go to pureblack.com to learn more about that. So coming soon, you know, what we want to look at is, is now really talking about, you know, when we're talking about antioxidants and phytonutrients, I want to get an idea to the, the listeners because there is no pill that comes from an animal protein. There's, there's, no, there's no beef pill, chicken pill, pork pill, you know, really egg pill, um, dairy pill, think about. no fish pill. Even the fish, the fish is a fatty acid of the, of the omega-3. It's not the fish protein. So we have to really understand that, you know, what we're looking at is when people are telling you to eat this and then buy all these supplements, it's like, no, we need to eat a nutrient-dense diet. And that's key. And, you know, coming soon after this break, we'll be talking about, you know, what is a phytonutrient, defining that. What is an antioxidant? And more importantly, the role of fiber, because we're lacking that. In, in animal protein, there's absolutely no fiber. So we want to talk about those important things coming soon after this break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution. Supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast-acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C dot com. Nominated as one of the best indie books by Kirkus Reviews, An Inflammation Nation is the definitive 10-step guide to preventing, reversing, and treating all diseases through diet, lifestyle, and the use of natural anti-inflammatories by Dr. Sunil Pai, MD. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You 
are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. Okay, we're back today, and we have a, a caller online, Tony Brown. Let's hear what Tony has to say. What's your question, Tony? Good afternoon, Dr. Pye. Hello, Maureen. Hi, Tony. Good afternoon, Tony. How are you doing? It is the Tony you. Brown, the infamous Tony Brown. <laughs> how you doing, sir? What's your, what's your question? How can we help you today? Well, I, it's, not, it's not a question, but it's, I just wanted to uh, say hello to your guest. And his lovely wife as well, Kimberly, you know, when he goes back to Costa Rica and give her a hug. And I just, I just want to, you know, tell your listeners that you people know what you're talking about. I'm a neophyte. Uh, I just, ha- by happenstance, I met you. And I, I know I found that for a fact what you say is true. I have your book. Um, and, you know, and Theo, he knows what he's talking about. It's clear, you know, that man knows what he's talking about. But, so, um, to- so Tony, wanna, can, you tell, can, you tell, can you tell the listeners a little bit about your story? Just in a, in a brief 30 seconds, tell them a little bit about, you know, your ex-military, your retired, your, you know, a little bit about how, how the changes of the anti-inflammatory diet helped you. Well, it, it was amazing for me, actually. A year ago, uh, October, uh, I was 296 pounds. Uh, we started, my wife and I, uh, she joined me uh, on the plant-based diet uh, and just to cut to the chase. I'm at, I'm at 251 right now. Awesome. Um, yes. And I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm taking it slow and easy and it's not coming back on. That's what I like about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's and how you do it. the first time that's happened. Wonderful. I, I appreciate your and, call and, th- and uh, th- keep it up. You know, we'll, we'll definitely be in touch and uh, let's continue on with uh, understanding what phytonutrients are. Yeah, I want to give a quick shout out too because that's downtown Tony Brown that's on the phone, man. <laughs> I, I, I love downtown Tony Brown. And I do love and I miss you. I, I look forward to seeing you guys again soon. And thanks yeah, for calling yeah, in. Here. I really appreciate that. Tony. And I'll be in touch with you too, Dr. Pai. Uh, yes. You know, about that other issue. Sure. Uh, very uh, I had to get that together. But thank you. All right. I just want to say thank you and to the listeners. Thank you. Please yes. pay attention. And, and, and these folks know what they're talking about. And they have my blessings. Blessings and peace to everybody. Yeah, thank you, Shout Tony. out to your beautiful wife, too. Thank you. All right. So going back to the phytonutrient aspects, you know, phytonutrients meaning plant nutrients, right? So when people go to the health food store, what do we buy? We buy supplements. So what do the supplements have? Lutein, lycopene, sexanthine, bilberry, blueberry, reservatol, green tea, curcumins, you know, uh, all these things, right? But where do they come from? Plants. Right. right. So really, we want to get as much of those things from the diet because uh, supplements supplement the diet, but they never replace the diet. So that's why we always want to push the foundation of eating an anti-inflammatory diet first and then adding things that might be needed to due to deficiency or special added circumstances due to a specific health condition. We do have minerals from the earth as well. Absolutely. But you're right. still, not, still not getting a cow pill or a pig pill. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't recommend eating a salt lick. I think we should just get it from our food. Yeah, but a phytonutrient, I mean, so there, it's a phyto meaning plant, right? And so it's right. coming, we're deriving it from a plant, but a plant's getting it from the soil. And then obviously we see some bacteria as well, uh, but it's uptake. And then we have this incredible photosynthesis thing that happens with plants in which they, they turn the energy to the sun. And then we get to eat that, or we could eat something that's not like that, like a you know packaged food. Others, but you were asking earlier, you know, the role of phytonutrients. They are antioxidant. They're anti-inflammatory. They enhance immunity. They um, they're how intercellular communication even functions. They repair DNA right from that gets damaged from toxins, and it's how we de- uh, detoxify from carcinogens or cancer-causing compounds. But more importantly, too, is one of those that it, it's. Uh, like our, our sense of well-being, uh, the um, modulating of uh, or metabolizing of estrogens. I mean, that's what, uh, phyto compounds are the best at doing that, far better than a, a, a prescription drug. And then how does the role of fiber play? Uh, yeah, fiber. This has been a, a fun one for you and I. Um, so fiber is, is, for me, one of the things that I really care about is prebiotic, is that we, didn't, we used to think of fiber as being a sweeper, that it had this really great role in, in motility, intestinal motility, and helping us to eliminate well. But it also turns out the reason we eliminate so well from it is it's actually food. Um, we're, we're great hosts. We're more something else than we are human, as it turns out to be, as we're learning more about the microbiome. But uh, we're woefully... Uh, low on fiber in the United States and in all industrialized countries. Uh, you know, when you eat a, a, an animal dominant diet or a convenience diet, you're very low, 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 low in fiber. And people need to be at least 25 to 30 grams. And we had a conversation earlier about looking, I think your target now is like closer to 40 grams of fiber, closer right? To, closer to 40 grams because the average person's having about 7 to 12 grams in the standard <laughs> American diet. And so what we know understand is that the fiber is what actually binds after, you know, after hormones and toxins, preservatives, chemicals, everything goes to the liver. It gets bound to the bile. It goes, goes, goes into the small intestine, gets, gets bound to fiber. And fiber is what actually helps excrete these things out. And if we don't have enough fiber, then it's called enterohepatic circulation, where it just recycles. All these chemicals recycle. So when people don't have a bowel movement every two days, three days, Yikes. five days, every seven days now in certain parts of the country, um, How then, can you live? then, you know, that's why we see the high risk of colon cancer now being number three. And, you know, just people feeling toxic, feeling overweight, heavy, you know, the, the, these pro-inflammatory triggers also then are recycling so it's amplifying their inflammatory problems right so so we need to have that fiber but fiber only comes from plants plants hey theo you were talking about it being a prebiotic fiber being a prebiotic can you talk a little bit about more about that i think that's very important for our microbiome yeah, absolutely. I think we're learning, we've learned more probably in the last 24 months about the microbiome than perhaps that we did maybe even in the last 10 years. And we're looking and realizing that we can change the terrain, our whole health terrain, but specifically our gut terrain. You can change that in two or three days worth of eating. You can harm yourself. You can build yourself, but by eating a high fiber diet, what you're going to do is you're going to feed what we consider to be sort of like the good biota. Um, I don't think that we really understand what is good and bad other than we know when we have pathogens, um, but we used to call much of the, the biota commensal, meaning that it had really no purpose. It just happened to be there and we just didn't know what it was. As it turns out, these are major immune modulators. Um, our immune system is at its best when uh, there's a, a good balance of diversity and that there's a quantity 
quantity. And it turns out that the fibers is what actually feeds the majority of those. They actually feed each other. There's a, they all have this really beautiful interrelationship. But as it turns out, eating um, a lot of McDonald's is, is going to destroy you uh, like really quick. <laughs> well, and, you know, and, and a lot of people forget it's like they think that they just need to go with a fiber bar or a fiber supplement. But what they're missing is then the protein the antioxidants, and the phytonutrients that come from plants. So we just want people to eat more fruits and vegetables, try to get to nine servings a day of more vegetables and fruits into the diet. You know, every three fruits and vegetables decrease your overall risk of cancers and chronic disease 30%. That's why you want to get nine servings a day so you can get a 90% reduction. So these are simple things that everybody can start doing just by adding a few more things every day, one more serving of this, one more serving of that, more fruits and vegetables, more vegetables and fruits. Try to get a rainbow color because remember, all the rainbow colors have phytonutrients, so like reds and yellows and purples and greens and dark greens and and browns and and blues and oranges. So make sure that you're eating a bunch of those um, antioxidants and phytonutrients. Now, again... Antioxidants, you know, American diet, everybody's uh, eating such a sad diet, and then they're taking multivitamins, right? So the idea is that, you know, when we test people, believe it or not, in our, in our clinic, when we do functional testing, nutrient testing, we can see that all, everybody, I would say like 95% of everybody, has come in with huge nutrient deficiencies due to the microbiome dysfunction, and also just eating foods that just don't have nutrient-dense materials as do, does the anti-inflammatory diet. Yeah, for sure. I see the same thing that you're talking about, where we can start putting it in our mouth, but if our gut isn't working, then we're not actually able to uncouple, synthesize, and utilize. And I think you and I have seen that in some cases where we've seen uh, the B12 and other Bs are being presented, iron, folates, and others, and people just can't do anything with them because they miss the biota that it takes in order to actually synthesize and uptake and to process those. And so you end up just having this vicious cycle of illness because people don't actually eat a high-fiber diet and uh, being mindful time though too i wanted to mention you mentioned about bowel movements and one of the things that we notice is it's really really important to help people get to a place where they're eliminating two and three times a day not two and three times a week no and in fact you know the one of the research studies that came out on estrogen positive breast cancer women and looking at recurrence rates and, and one of the major factors on lowering the recurrence rate is the women who have two to three bowel movements you know normal well formed a day actually have the lowest risk of recurrence because they're excreting out this excess hormone whether they're on a tamoxifen type drug or not or they're taking phytoestrogens from plants which are protective we'll talk about that in another segment sometime but um, the aspect of the fiber helps remove that and as women had less bowel movements so every every day once a day every other day every three days every four days every five days their increased risk of their estrogen positive breast cancer was was phenomenal it was it was very significant so very very key to eat more fruits and vegetables not to mention environmental toxins and other toxins that you're excreting out now theo can you mention a little bit about fats now because you know a lot of people are telling everybody to eat more you know eat fat but there's a difference between actually types of fat plant fats and i know before we go to the next segment just just touch on a little bit on about fats yeah again we're protein fixated fat fixated and we're anti-carb and we actually rank the least healthiest among uh, industrialized countries we're, 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 we're super crap because we have it all backwards it's all flipped as it turns out um, fats when we eat them from uh, like the sort of animal products they're always going to be high in poisons carcinogens like things that cause cancer and when we look at fats in the animal kingdom I mean the plant kingdom instead and we start looking at those those all have healing properties that are associated with them. what we find is that we don't need a lot of fat 
the, the, the cholesterol, we, we're cholesterol manufacturers. Our body produces its own cholesterol, the myelin in our brain, but we run around and we take all of these weird chemicals, drugs, to treat all these symptoms because we want to stay on a high-fat, high-protein diet, right? So if we would actually just go to a low-protein, a moderate-protein, low-fat diet, we would actually find that we produce healthier cholesterol, the type of cholesterol it is, and even our, our cognitive function improves. It doesn't decrease. And so I think we have a fixation. But you know, for us, we look at fats that, that are in plants again, and lots of seeds are going to be good on those, some nuts, legumes and others, and you can get tons of fat if that's what you're looking for. So and to it's the fats and the bones that hold the toxins. Correct. In the animals, in the in animals the, yeah. Only in the animals. Yeah, so what we want to look at is, remember, you want to avoid animal fats like bacon, lard, those kind of things like that, even butter. You can move to clarified butter if you want to lower your risk fire mm-hmm. factors. And you want to move towards avocados and, you know, some seeds and some Olives. nuts and some, a little bit, of ol- little bit of olive oil, not too much. Okay, so after this break from our sponsors, we're going to get into the fad diets, right? We're going to, we're going to talk a little oh, bit about boy. the real data on morbidity and mortality, what is causing people to die, uh, and we'll be talking about the paleo, the keto, the FMD, and the paradoxing diets, and, and actually the, the, the mis, misinformation that's being out there. So we'll be talking about what is the fad diets when we come back. Save the best for last. Oh. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution. Supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast acting, long lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P A I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C dot com. Uncover the unspoken truths about the healthcare, pharmaceutical, food, and dietary supplement industries. Discover evidence-based solutions through integrative medicine in an inflammation nation by Dr. Sunil Pai. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. 
That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. All right, we're back. Welcome back. And now we're going to talk about the most controversial part of the show, which is debunking all the fad diets that you see, paleo, keto. Um, so first of all, I want to give the preface that uh, there's a lot of information since Atkins diet, you know, Atkins revolution almost 20, 25 years ago, maybe 30 years ago now, um, that was debunked, right? And then after Atkins died and then made $1.3 billion, the industry has decided to come back and reinvent its name because Dr. Atkins was no longer alive. They can research how he died and why he died later. But we want to look at then, they introduced the idea of this primal paleo concept. And then after that was debunked through all the science, then they said, well, let's make it sound a little bit more scientific and make it sound more ketogenic, right? And then now we have even the fasting mimicking diet. And then we also have the plant paradox. So I want to just touch base on a little bit of all these things. And I finally want to talk about the issue that just because someone does surgeries, you know, there's a big problem I see in uh, medicine and also in publishing and marketing is that, you know, they'll get a bestseller book if you're like, oh, I'm a doctor, I've done 10,000 surgeries on heart disease. That doesn't mean that they know anything about diet. And all of a sudden, they somehow magically come up with a solution that, you know, thousands of researchers over decades have not figured this out. No, it's just about how to sell the name of a title. But no one is in the goal of reversing disease. We are in the business of reversing disease, but a lot of people are in the business of continuing managing and treating diseases. So let's talk about the paleo diet first. Wow. Yeah, thank you. Can we just talk about religion or politics? It'd be so much easier on, on you know, how to win friends and influence people. Uh, you know, I think, so to answer the question, first of all, I think you have to, we have to have the, we sort of have to have some context. And the context for me is, are we talking about disease prevention or disease reversing? Or are we talking about, like, I emotionally want to justify something? And so the one thing about almost every diet that you mentioned that you can keep in your diet is bacon. Right. So uh, why do we have a fixation on eating the belly of a, of a pig? I, I, it's just it's sort of mind boggling to me. But that seems to be the driver for for most of the rationales to why people want to like kind of go to these camps. But I think if the context is we look at epidemiological studies saying, you know, where do we see the lowest instances of diseases? They're always going to be a very specific diet. It's going to be a plant dominant diet. It's a very simple diet, oftentimes called the peasant's diet. And then in disease reversal, it's super clear. So now if we want to go look at all these fad diets, first of all, they are a fad. And, um, and would you ask me to go to paleo or keto? Because I'd like to go right to keto. If we... you, can, you can do both, either or. Okay. Yeah, because paleo is confusing. It's super broad, and you could be a plant-based paleo. You could be a bacon-based paleo. <laughs> you could be anything paleo. For, right. You could be an elephant-based paleo. Right. But, uh, but I don't want to be using caveman thinking. I think we've evolved from then, right? Yeah. So we should be using more conscious thought and actually uh, science and information. So talk about the ketogenic. Yeah, so for me in the ketogenic diet, so, you know, in my journey, my own personal journey of losing 110 pounds, um, and I'm my own sort of my own test, then I, I get to play around with things. And I was playing around at the time. We were just sort of beginning aware of the science around uh, predominantly plant-based, which was the, the protocol was. And so I was able to use uh, plant-based ketogenics um, as I was studying it. But I also looked at all the literature. I wasn't trying to... Um, like adopt a camp or a brand. And so um, separating facts from feelings, the reality is, is that a ketogenic diet doesn't actually have the science to support all of its enthusiasm. What we do have is that we have a lot of people who think they're on a ketogenic diet that are actually, for lack of a better term, on an Atkins diet because they're eating a high fat, high protein, low carbohydrate, demonizing all carbs, 
That's, that's right. like, oh, I'm like a super right. low carb diet, but that was studied, right? So for 20 years, they followed women and for 20 years, they followed men for a hundred thousand people. Hundred thousand people is a lot of people. So it's a huge study. It's not yeah. just a. It's not ten people or a little case report that yeah. the doctor might write in his book, right? Yeah. So what you end up on the other side of twenty years is the morbidity of cancer goes up twenty eight percent. More your, your death by cancer is up twenty eight percent if you went on this ketogenic diet or this so, high so fat diet. So let's say that twenty eight percent increase. Let's say let's increase. Wait, but increase. over what? Over what? The standard American diet was the baseline. Yeah. Right. So standard American diet means everybody's dying already from heart disease, diabetes, et cetera, obesity, blah, blah, yeah. blah, right? And now we're saying that on top of the standard American diet, this, this kind of paleo-ish ketogenic diet is now actually 20% higher than that. Okay. So 28%. It's, it's, it's actually adding another layer of bacon and cheese onto that burger that's already yeah. causing the chest pain. And this is where listeners who are mad at me right now are going to get excited for a second. So what happens in that study if they broke the group out and looked at people who were vegetarians that were practicing ketogenic on a plant-based diet? <gasps> what happened? What? What happened? Cancer goes below the standard American threshold. So, so you actually reduce your, your, your um, all, overall mortality uh, and mortality related to cancer. So all of a sudden, like, look, it's an anti-cancer diet. Well, compared to what? A standard American diet or compared to the gold standard? Because it doesn't hold next to the gold standard. But it's definitely, I guess, a step in the right direction from a standard American diet. But why would you go around promoting that? Like, I don't understand. That's, that's, that's the gap that I have in a ketogenic diet. And nobody that I know actually takes their and looks at their ketotic state or, or is measuring their ketones on a daily basis. Right. They and, like, if they, and if they do, you know, what the data has showed is so far is that there's actually ketones can actually fuel growth and metastasis, right? So two and a half times increase in cancer uh, growth and without the angiogenesis. So, that, so it actually uses the fuel without actually growing the blood vessels to the tumor. And in certain cases and certain types of cancers, it can increase the metastasis tenfold, yep. right? So everybody's right. like, oh, go to a ketogenic diet. You're trying to starve the cancer, the Warburg effect. But now we're understanding that there's something called the reverse Warburg effect. And remember, cancer is a little bit smarter uh, than most, yeah. most people. It's, more, it's, it's really smart. That's why it's a very difficult thing to treat. So we have to look at how to tune down this fuel. And it's not just bypassing the glucose, which we should be reducing. It's also by avoiding this. So if you can briefly, since we're running out of time coming soon, talk a little bit about the plant paradox, about lectins, uh, if you can. Um, I know that that book's been debunked and those people can actually look up on Google. Let's and talk about lectins. And lectins, you know, lectins, like everybody please. thinks that you can't have lectins and uh, yeah. Dr. Gundry's Everywhere book I has, go, everyone's has been, saying, oh, I can't eat this. I yeah. can't eat that because of the lectins. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Any, any comments on that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's called myopic. That's the word, myopic. It's the word of the day. Be myopic, be reductionist, look at a single mechanism, and that's how you start thinking about glucose inhibition through ketogenic diets. That's how you start looking at removing lectins because they're the devil. But if you go upstream from every symptom, we'll actually go to root cause, right? Or, or we'll go to multifactorial causes if we go upstream. So if we go upstream, leaky gut and lectins have a relationship. If, you're, if you have a, a poor digestive system, then lectins can be aggravating to you. But it doesn't mean a lectin was bad. Go deal with your issue. It's like saying, I don't eat pizza because it makes me, you know, burp at night and throw up. So I just don't eat pizza. Well, how about I actually deal with the fact that I might have a hiatal hernia or that I have some kind of GERD or some kind of... Or, know, or, I, might, or I might be eating pl uh, a pro-inflammatory diet rather than an anti-inflammatory diet, right? Yeah, and that was me, you guys. I used to lay in bed every night after a good, you know, a, a, a ridiculous amount of eating and drinking, and I would, um, I, I would have my digestive 
all that it was in my stomach would come out my mouth and nose while I was asleep. So I drowned in my own sleep. Mm, you know, so terrible. Yeah. Thank and you. it goes away so <laughs> fast. That's the crazy part about it, right? When we let go of all that, it all comes back to us super quickly. So w- when you talk about those diets, it's just being myopic. You're just being reductionist. I, I heard Dr. Seyfried, you know, talking about glucose inhibition. He's so excited, you know, about it. I was like, okay, so glucose is bad? Like all of a sudden, like one of our, like the primary building block in our fuel system, it's the devil. It's like, uh, but it sells. It sells really well. Right. And so what I want to let the listeners know is that you need to be eating an anti-inflammatory whole food plant-based diet. Okay. I'm strongly recommending you to listen to Tony Brown, who spoke as a, as a, as a great, great example, listening to Theo Hansen and go to the Vita protocol. That's V I D a protocol, uh, com to learn more. And also to look at the programs that he's done before as go to cancer unplugged.com. And you'll get a taste of what's coming soon that we'll be having in Curacao, the wellness Island. I want to thank everybody today. I want to thank Maureen, uh, Theo for coming out here today and joining me on uh, this episode of the anti-inflammatory diet. Also, I want to thank our sponsors. If you can go to purebetaglucan.com and get Glucan 300 and also pureblack, P-U-R-B-L-A-C-K.com, get some of the best Shilajit out there. Again, enter promo code PI, P-A-I, for a discount. And everybody, again, go to aninflammationnation.com if you want to get the definitive guide of understanding anti-inflammatories and plant-based diets. And until next week, best of health. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Take Back Your Health with Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton can be heard live every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we meet again, allow the lyrics from Rage Against the Machine to be our closing thought. It has to start somewhere. It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? Now.